0: Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses, City of Bridges, Stump Town, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Ro Zapanta. Look good, feel good, pod good, let's get it. Let's get it indeed, my friend. Yes, sir. Look, we just we just finished the game against the Clippers. We going back to back. Yeah, baby. We're going back and to back. i tell you what, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing to see. It was a great game, man. A
1: great game. I mean, the Clippers smacked us the last time. We came back. We smacked them back.
0: I mean, love it. Love to see it. It, it was good. It was good. So on today's show, we're going to talk about that. Uh, it's going to be a short pod. Because we're only covering one game, right. but it's a, it was a great game. The Blazers beat the Clippers 111-92. to uh, I want to talk to you about um, whether or not Norman Powell changes the look of this team when he's on the court. And uh, I'm going to tell you why my in-laws are better than your in-laws. <laughs> I didn't know this was a competition. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a competition, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure, You know i But hey, man, like, Let's let's look at let's look at some stats real quick here because one stat that jumped out at me was the shooting percentage specifically the three point shooting percentage. The Blazers I mean they were lights out beyond the arc tonight. Flame throwing. Absolute yes. flame throwing. Oh my god, they shot so to finish the game, they shot 46% from beyond the arc. And Ooh. I'm pretty sure if I am recalling correctly they were hovering around 50% at the half yeah they were
1: absolutely they that's,
0: were that's nuts and it's
1: just sort of I mean, ironic man cuz i mean the, the clippers last year were historically good from three point yes. right and we just mm-hmm. show them how it's really done right we're going to come back and we're going to shoot it way better than you guys
0: <laughs> oh heck yeah and you know i i want to say they were hovering around 50% for uh, uh you know the all field goals um and i gotta say the clippers were not doing so hot they finished the game uh with a 39 percent field goal percentage yeah shooting sh- shooting 35 from beyond the arc which you know that's not terrible but it's not good no i mean you look at the total they scored 92 points in this
1: day and age 92 points is really low like you got to be scoring at least 100 right Absolutely. to be a, a, like and, a good offensive team.
0: And I will say, you know, you got to you also got to look at the fact that Kawhi Leonard was not playing right. again. But you also look back at at the first game against the Clips and they smacked us.
1: Absolutely they did. I
0: mean I mean they smashed us down.
1: I mean the big reason though is because Reggie Jackson was getting going at that first half like Luke Kennard looked like Ray Allen out um, there just nailing yeah, every man, single three. Miss. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they those two in particular couldn't get going like they did the last game against us. But I I'm not going to say because it was poor shooting. I want to say it's because the Blazers
0: defense was really stifling this time. Yeah. Absolutely. I I thought they did phenomenal. Uh you know, I I was talking to you guys about Dame and CJ's defense on the last episode. And I, dude, I'm telling you, you guys thought I was crazy. Dame (laughs) and CJ, they're putting it down on defense. I'm telling you, like, I'm not saying they're going to win, you know, defensive player of the year. But compared to last season, and I'm going to say it every season before that. They look so much better. So much more engaged on the defensive end. Right. I mean, for this
1: game, I'm going to have to agree with you. I still think that Dame in particular gets a little lost on rotations. He gets beat a little easier. But the person who's really stepping up is actually CJ. CJ took a leap on defense. Absolutely. I mean, I think his averaging about like two steals a game. We don't have Blazer Ben to fact check me here. But what's surprising (laughs) is that he's averaging just under a block, a game. So he's getting up there and actually smacking the ball. And I didn't know CJ had it like that. But it just kind of shows you maybe the defensive system that Chauncey has put together is unlocking that part for CJ. And, I mean, I'm excited about it. I actually pulled up the early stats here for... I guess, overall team defense, like defensive rating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can you guess where the Portland
0: Trail Blazers are right now? If I had to guess, I'm going to say they're somewhere around the middle of the pack. They are sixth. No way. They
1: are sixth in defensive (laughs) rating. We have the Heat, Jazz, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Bulls before them. Timberwolves, is kind of weird that they're up there. Anyway,
0: but the Blazers are sixth. I mean, it's it's a small sample size. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, temper your expectations, right? But at the same time, it is encouraging to see. Because right. I guarantee you nobody thought the Blazers would be in the top half of, of the teams defensively. I mean, there's no way. No, absolutely no way.
1: And you think about the teams that we face. The Kings, the Suns, the Clippers, the Grizzlies, and the Clippers again. That actually is a decent, like, gamut of of teams there that have good offensive firepower. And for us to be still at the top part of defensive rating, that's incredible. So, like,
0: Chauncey. Chauncey's doing his thing, man. And so is the team. Olshay. Olshay is doing his thing, too. I was going to say. I was going to say it makes you wonder if Olshay was right. Yeah. Maybe the personnel wasn't the issue. It's so crazy. I I don't want to say that right now.
1: I'm not but but I'm not going to buy wonder. it. I'm not
0: going to buy it just yet. Right, right. It it makes you wonder. It, I mean, it, it plants that seed, right? Um but you know, looking at the game, let's go into you mentioned Reggie Jackson. He only scored 8 points tonight. Right. Um right. you know, what did uh Kennard have? 16. Okay. He was the second highest scoring player on the Clippers right behind and I say right behind, but it, it, <laughs> there was a big gap. <laughs> Right behind Paul George with 42 points, 8 rebounds. Paul George, he's going to get his. You know, yeah. like, what are you going to do? That guy, when he's when he gets it going, he's hard to stop.
1: Well, Paul George only scored 17 points against us the first time when they really smacked us down. But, I mean, Paul George could just tell that his team wasn't able to get anything going, and that's because the defense was really good. I don't know if just having Chauncey... um. You know who used to work with the Clippers? Having that inside mm-hmm. track on what the Clippers like to do. He made some adjustments, man. And like he... We took it to them. I'm so excited after this game, dude. It,
0: it gives you so much to look forward to. And, right. and I want to go back to, to Dame and CJ on defense. Because, you know, again, I'm not saying they're going to be defensive players of the year. No. But no. you can see the improvement. CJ has made a remarkable jump on defense. And Dame, you can see the difference. You can see the, the energy he's, he's putting forth. Like, like, yeah, he may get lost here and there, but you know what? We're still adjusting. The team is still adjusting and learning the system, right? Like Dame is still trying to play within Chauncey's system. One thing I will say as far as Dame playing within that system is it, it, I I'm glad he is, but I think, dame gets into a rhythm when he's pounding the rock yeah right and if he can find if if the team can find a happy medium we're gonna be in such a good place
1: i think we did find a happy medium this game because towards the end of the game i want to say that latter half i saw dame pounding the rock a lot more and we saw that barrage right to close the game where he knocks like what a two and then back to back threes and it just looked like the old school dame time is back i mean you could yep. put those comparisons to to Russell Westbrick away. <laughs> because Dave... Put
0: it to bed, man. Dave time is back, baby. That is slanderous. <laughs> but you know, let's let's jump to the Blazers right now because Yeah, let's you do know, it. We, we we had discussed Robert Covington and how he didn't really seem like the the Robert Covington that we were used to from last season, right? Right. Um I got to say, he put it together tonight. He did. He looked really good. He was active on both ends of the court. Um, I I enjoyed it. Um, He ended up with nine points, eight rebounds. And, you know, I want to talk about Nurk, too. Because, again, like, he was kind of quiet for some of this game. And then, all of a sudden, the beast comes out, (laughs) and he takes over, (laughs) Ends up with a double-double, 14 points, 17 rebounds. The man was an animal.
1: Yeah. I mean, Nurkic looked really good, especially at the back half of this game. And I think it's because they kind of simplified the offense to close this game. I saw a lot of Dame Lillard, Nurkic, kind of this this two-man game between them. And that's where Nurkic really strives, is working with Dame Lillard. You saw the chemistry. I mean, there was an entire possession where they took all 40 seconds. Just those two working together, trying to find a free shot. And Nurk, his passing, man. His anticipation, it's getting better and better with every game. I think we're just starting to see
0: the. 40 seconds? 40 seconds? You said 40 seconds. <laughs> they took all 40 seconds. Oh. Are you? Are you? Are you? Do you? Do you have like an NFL hangover right now? (laughs) I must, dude. I must,
1: dude. I can't even recall what the shot clock is. What is it?
0: (laughs) Twenty-four.
1: Thank you. Thank you. They took all twenty-four seconds for that possession. And they were just going back and forth, and Nurk, Nurk finds him for a nice dime, right at the rim. I mean, you just see the chemistry come alive, and I think, I think that got Nurk going.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, anytime him and Dame start getting it going, like you, you can, you can put a, a pin in it, man. I mean, it's it's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like, they just get rolling. Um, CJ, he didn't have the best shooting night he was 6 for 18, 2 of 7 from beyond the arc, but he ended up with 14 points. He was still plus 11, which wasn't the he wasn't the best blazer on the court. In fact, that belonged to my man Norman Powell, <laughs> who ended up he was plus 27, ended up with 12 points. Nothing nothing really flashy. Right. But 12 points, 3 rebounds, he had a block and a steal. I got to ask you, man, We've seen a couple of games with him off the floor. Right. Does he make that big of a difference to this team? Does he Absolutely. change the whole look? Absolutely.
1: I mean, we're not even talking about defensively because we know that Norman Powell could bring it defensively. But offensively, what we saw with you know our three-guard lineup is that Norman Powell is getting open looks for that corner three. And that man is knocking it down like he was what four for six four for six from three he was yeah and the ball movement just seemed so much better the the ball was slinging around you know norman could still attack the
0: basket i mean what what do you think tim oh i absolutely think he changes the look of this team i mean we saw um we saw nasir little starting in place of norman powell and while I do like what I see from Little. I think it's promising. He's, he's definitely a promising prospect. He's not quite there to be in the starting five. But, man, the difference between him on the court and Norman Powell is alarming. I mean, it's it's incredible the ball movement yeah. that you see. It's incredible the spacing that you see. You know, I, I would say he's probably even a little more aggressive than Noss is. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, Norman Powell is a proven basketball player. You know what I mean? Like He's a hooper. Nasir Little has like all the physical tools to maybe eventually surpass Norman just because he's so big, he's so large, he's so athletic. But Norm, he's fine-tuned already. You know, he came from Toronto, already a champion, already fine-tuned. And you see he's it. He's got that pedigree. Exactly. And he knows exactly where to be at the right time. On both offense and defense and just you could see it it's he was a plus 27 for his plus minus yeah it just show it goes to show you how important he is when he's on the floor (laughs) the nba is back and at DraftKings sportsbook an authorized sports betting partner of the nba the key to victory is a strong starting five new customers can bet just five dollars on any nba team to win their game and if you do You win $200 in free bets, so why not make your roster Dame Lillard, C.J. McCollum,
0: Nasir Little, Roko, and of course, the Bosnian Beast. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code TBPN this week, at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA, must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. He was he was the best baller on the court tonight, and I gotta say it's it's so evident that he makes this team so much better. Yeah. Now now I, I don't know if you have anything else to say about Norm, but I did want to talk about our man Dame. Let's do it. Let's do Dame it. Dame ends up. Dame ends up uh highest score scoring blazer, 25 points. He's got six assists and four rebounds. Um he did have six turnovers, but I'm okay with him, and I'm gonna tell you why, because I see him taking chances that we didn't otherwise see last season. I think he's seeing the floor a little better, if you can believe that. Right. Um, I think I think also Chauncey's system is opening up the floor for him to make plays for other players, for his teammates. Um, I'm actually surprised he only ended up with six assists. Right. I mean, it helps that one Chauncey is...
1: Is a better coach than Stotts. I mean, I'm already gonna say it. I'm already gonna say it because he's. he's I, more I would creative. say he has.
0: I would say he has the potential. I mean, it's still early. I think he's gonna be. I do think he's gonna be better than Stotts. I I think he's better already, and the reason why I'm saying this
1: is because we're seeing things that winning basketball teams do, and it's definitely not isolation basketball, which we saw a lot of with Stotts. Yeah. Yeah. What we're seeing is ball movement, and the six turnovers are okay because Dame Lillard is trying to play within the system. And when you move the ball, guess what? You're putting the ball at risk whenever it leaves your hand. The reason why we were so low on turnovers every year is because we would massage the ball for you know the whole time. 18, 18 seconds. Yes.
0: <laughs> 19. Or 30 or 35
1: of the 40 seconds. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> No, 18 <laughs> I, of the I, 24 seconds. Yes. So
0: so let me ask you, because I know one of your one of your favorite things to look at when you're looking at coaches oh, yeah. is the out-of-bounds plays. Oh, yeah.
1: I never liked any of Stott's out-of-bounds plays. But Chauncey, he must have an incredible success rate with scoring with out-of-bounds plays. Because every single time, it seems like he gets an at least an open look. At least an open look.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean that's all I really have to say about that I'm I'm absolutely <laughs> in love with what I'm seeing with from Chauncey um but I guess getting back to Dame we could talk about Dame a little bit more here yeah Dame seemed to kind of find a mix of how he plays and how Chauncey wants him to play in this game and the way that you could see that is the way that he closed out the game. Is that he was massaging the ball a little more. He did, he simplified the offense more, and it seems like Chauncey was okay with it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's something to see or look out for in the future. I'm kind of interested to see like how that kind of works because this game was an
0: awesome win, man. Oh yeah, sure was, and and I think you know allu- alluding to the future and. and- I want to say we have spoken about it in the past as well, but this game is kind of indicative of what you want to see from Dane. You don't you don't necessarily want to see him scoring 30, 40, 50, no. 60 points. No. Because that's not winning basketball. That's that's basketball where you don't have the supporting cast. Around this guy and you have one superstar that has to do that night in and night out. And it's not it's not winning basketball in the long term. And and we've seen that since Dame's been here. I mean how many first round exits have we had? Right. You know what I'm saying? So this game is kind of exactly what I wanna see from Dame every night. I wanna see somewhere in the mid twenties as far as scoring goes. I would expect that his assist numbers go up throughout the season because I think he's going to be able to find his players a bit easier as the system um you know the team kind of becomes more of a cohesive unit and and the system really starts taking shape. Um yeah, and I I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he posts double doubles. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. And especially since I
1: mean Dame's going to trust the people who are actually catching the ball and shooting it to actually score i mean his, oh, yeah. he's gonna pass it to cj who we know is a walking bucket norm nittle little is the is forming a shot here
0: simon's oh, Nurkic could hit it from outside now let's pause for a second let's talk about simon's let's do it man let's talk about simon's uh what did he end up with today five points right that's okay that's okay you know he had a bit of a shooting slump. He was 1 for 7 from beyond the arc, 2 for 11 from the field. But the the aggressive nature that he plays. The you can see that he's this season he's understanding more, right? Like he's he's seeing the the floor the way that Dame sees the floor and when his shot is falling, look out. This man is I mean when he catches fire, there's no stopping him. The thing about looking at Simons in the past
1: is that he looked uncomfortable. He didn't look mm-hmm. lo- he didn't look like he knew what to do. And now it looks like he knows exactly what to do. He feels comfortable yeah, well, attacking a basket. He feels comfortable within the system.
0: And I think that goes back to the fact that Stotts was not utilizing him properly. No. I mean, we've we've said it so many times last season. I mean, how, I, you know what I really want to know? How many dunks does Ant have this season? <laughs> <laughs> Way more than last year. Well, that's not hard to do <laughs> considering he only had two. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think Chauncey's doing a great thing here in Portland so far. I think he's using Simons correctly. Right. I actually... I actually like our guard rotations. What do you think about that? because I kind of like seeing Dennis Smith Jr. on the court. I, I like seeing him come in on I mean he plays some meaningful minutes and he what I like most is that he protects the ball and he can knock down shots here and there right He's not making like
1: boneheaded mistakes and we're ab- we were absolutely right saying that he belongs in the league because you could oh, you yeah. could see it. You could see it, man. He he's definitely someone that you love coming off of the bench. And this mm-hmm. team is so like we were worried that we were too deep on guards, but this was one of the games where you actually saw the reason why and it's because you have five players now who are all playmakers. Mm-hmm. There's a playmaker, at least two playmakers on the floor at all times. And I don't think a lot of teams have that. And you see the ball kind of slinging around. You trust
0: what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. love to see it, man. Absolutely. So, the last guy I want to talk about here is Larry Nance Jr. Now, during the Blazers media day, he said something that really I really held on to. And it was, and it's actually the one thing that made me instantly fall in love with this guy. He's here to do whatever's needed to be done. Whether he needs to score 15, 20 points or two points. He doesn't care as long as the team wins. And we saw that tonight. He was plus 15 with only three points. But he had nine rebounds and two assists. And the guy was mixing it up the whole time he was on the court. Yeah. I mean, we really need him defensively.
1: And it seems oh, yeah. like we need him for boards as well and he's playing his role. I mean he's he was what a plus 15 a plus 15 like you said in only 16 minutes mm-hmm. in only 16 minutes. So I mean, I love what I'm seeing from Larry Lan- Larry Nance too I and I'm gonna say this. I think there's still room to grow
0: for him too. Oh for sure it you know you you had mentioned. Uh, Simon's last season looking a little uncomfortable and I kind of see that with Nance right now. Right. It looks like he's a little unsure of himself. I'm yeah. telling you, once he finds his footing here on this team, look out. Yeah. Look out, cause the man is coming. Absolutely. I mean he, he does kind of seem like
1: he's almost like the odd man out on offense. His mm-hmm. he's almost like been reduced to corner threes and not playing on the inside, which is something that he's more comfortable. He's more comfortable handling the ball and kind of distributing out like he was doing in Cleveland. But I still think we could kind of sneak in those things once Chauncey gets his core system in, and he could have different wrinkles with Nance. So oh, absolutely. I, I bet you that by the end of the season, you'll see a lot more from Larry Nance.
0: Yeah, and you know... I. I... To me, I think Larry Nance is more playing that cleanup role right now. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't even think he's in the 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 plays offensively. Like I don't Not even think really they think twice about him offensively because really what they need in there is somebody to clean it up. You've got Nance and Zeller playing uh, in tandem. Yeah. In, in the post, and I gotta say, man, it's they nice. They look good out there. It's. There are a few people out there in in the Twitterverse that uh, posted something along the lines of Larry Nance and uh, Cody Zeller are better than Mello and Cantor. <laughs> they ain't wrong. They're not wrong. They ain't wrong. They're not wrong. And that's
1: that's all I'm saying. Man, we're with that group too. We're winning the rebound battle. With our bigs. Oh yes. I mean, in this game alone, we had sixty-three rebounds compared to their forty-three. We had sixteen offensive boards compared to their six. So we're looking yeah we're looking pretty good,
0: man. We're looking nice. And I know I said that that Nance was gonna be the last guy to talk about, but I actually I feel like I need to talk about Nas a little bit. Just Let's because do it. just because his stat line posted my wife's favorite number three times uh granted one of them was a negative he was negative eight uh in his plus minus but he posted i mean he was close to a double double man he posted eight points and eight rebounds Ooh. quiet too i mean that was it was quiet
1: he almost he almost shoved two people in the basket too he was trying to dunk on some fools (laughs) he
0: did he did
1: (laughs) and speaking of dunking on some fools did you
0: see Brown, man? You know what? I actually did. You see got that dunk? Up. I actually got up to take care of my kid when that happened. Oh no! I heard it in the background. Oh, I was so upset. Yeah, you need, you need to go back and watch it.
1: Greg, Greg Brown just packed it on somebody. He hung on the rim and got a tech because, because the dunk was so nasty. He felt the need to just hang there. Loved oh, that's it, man. Amazing. You
0: know, I, I I love Brown. I I'm a guy that likes the prospects. I like seeing the potential and seeing, you know, imagining what they could end up being. Right. And and Greg Brown excites me, man. Yeah,
1: me too. Which kind of funny cause I kinda like these garbage time minutes because yeah. the garbage time team is still better than anyone else's garbage time team. Oh, yeah. With, I mean, you got, you know, DSJ, and then Brown, yeah. mm-hmm. and then also CJ Ellaby. You know, he'll yep. flash here and there. He tries to pack it on people, too. Oh, yeah. And I think the announcers his were saying... His shot looks... Hey,
0: his shot looks
1: nice. It's looking pretty good, man. That it's lefty shot. It's looking good this season. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because the announcers were saying, they're like, oh, well, like the Garbage Time like crew is is coming out. But they're like, don't turn the TV off because
0: the highlights don't stop. Dude, the garbage minutes, it's highlight city. <laughs> and I love it, dude. I love oh, it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's like every every game so far this season where we've had garbage minutes, these guys are packing it on people. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. It's looking like Lob City out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those teams where like you watch it start literally to finish,
0: even in blowouts. So oh yeah it's an exciting team and you know uh, last question before we move into our, our final segment here but um, Pinua Empire tweeted out a question uh, earlier this week I believe and they were they asked who is the human victory cigar on this team right now who's the guy that you know it's over as soon as they check in as soon as they check in, I know it's over. Yeah. Like, you know, the game is is put to rest. I mean, it's... It's gotta be brown, right? What do you think? You know... What do you think? You know, I... A lot of people um, are saying it's Ellaby. Okay. But I'm going to have to agree with you. I think it's brown. I think it's brown, man. Right now, I think it's brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Once he's in, you're like, all right, well, this game's done. But I'm still going to watch because he's about to jam it on some some people's heads. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. But hey, man, this game was a phenomenal game. And I'm looking forward to seeing many more just like this. But we got... To move on to our final segment. Wait, just one second. What what games do we have next here? Ooh, good call. So, today is Friday. Oh, which, by the way. Happy birthday, brother. Before we get into that, thank you. Happy birthday. my birthday. Birthday. The best thing that happened today was, well, maybe I shouldn't say that. My wife might listen to this. But... The, one of the coolest things that happened to me today was that I realized that I share a birthday with the late great Bob Ross. What? I've been I've been painting happy trees on everything today. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and before we move on further, I got to say, so uh-huh. I I had to I have to tell you why my in-laws are better than your in-laws, man. Right, I was just because about to ask.
1: I thought th- I thought I before you said Bob Ross, I thought you were going to say something about
0: your in-laws. So, I almost forgot. Uh, One one of the coolest gifts I got today, man, was from my in-laws. Okay. And I am really excited because they got me. So, if you don't know, uh, I am a... I don't want to say I'm a big wine drinker, but I am a fan of good wine. Right. I mean, who's not? Well, right. They ended up sending me... A bottle of CJ's Pinot Noir. No way. I, I could not be more excited. That's dope. So CJ, if you're listening to this, I'm going to crack it and I will tell you, I will give you my <laughs> opinion, whether it's good or bad. And I hope you take it to heart because I've got a great palate. Let's dude. let's pop it open the next time he has like a 40 point game. Oh, that's exactly my plan, actually. <laughs> <laughs> nice. As soon as he pops off, that thing's getting cracked. There we go. And and it's going down the goat for sure. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. We must move on. And that, of course, is to our next segment, Giving Props. Since Blazer Bed is not here, of course, I'm going to
1: run Giving Props. And if you don't know, Giving Props is basically giving kudos to a person, story, or situation. So Tim Johnson. Yes, sir. I wanna know. Do you give this props? I've got one for you, one story for you today. And okay, are, me are you a fan of Metallica? I am a fan of Metallica. Are you a fan of playing bass or playing basketball? Playing guitar? Um, yes and yes. Well, Jordan Perkick. Decided to go on YouTube and record himself playing enter Sandman, which is by Metallica mm-hmm. But with a stipulation He wanted to see if he could play Enter Sandman with medical gloves okay. But he wanted to see how many medical gloves he could put on Before <laughs> it didn't sound like enter Sandman anymore
0: Wait a second. Is this like a Guinness Book of World Record again? It's
1: not. This guy. This guy's just bored. There's no. There's no Guinness. Guinness offician watching him. I think he should probably check into that. He should. He should. He probably could get in the book. But, I guess at the twenty glove mark,
0: that's oh where things crash down. Wait. Are we talking twenty on each hand, or are we 20 talking like ten and 10? on each
1: hand? So, do you give props to Jordan for this feat? I mean, did he lose circulation? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, would... it's on YouTube. We could take a look. I mean, I don't... I'm going to have... I I, I kind of scrolled forward a little bit. It didn't look okay. like his extremities were turning blue or anything.
0: <laughs> um, without seeing the video, I will give him props for trying to play the guitar. I don't even care what song it For trying to play the guitar with medical gloves. You would... Am I sure that I'm giving him props? No,
1: are you sure the song doesn't
0: matter? Well, of of course there are some songs that are... have a higher level of difficulty than others. Does... I mean... Does the
1: artist matter? Like, what if he was trying to play, like, like, a Cardi B acoustic cover?
0: Would it matter to you? I mean, he's still playing... (laughs) Twenty gloves on. Each That's end, true. You know? That's true. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be difficult regardless. I mean, his his fingers must have been so thick. <laughs> That's for real.
1: I don't even know how, like, if you could even bend them, right?
0: You You're would right. just be That's barring. You would just
1: be barring the, <laughs> the strings the entire way up and down.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I gotta give him props for this. Uh. And being you know being that it's just the two of us, I gotta ask you do you give him
1: props you know i i give him props all the way around i mean one thing i mean we're in the medical field he's using medical gloves i like that he plays guitar me and you both play guitar yeah and he's playing metallica and that's something literally that we grew up with in high school
0: that is one of the things that we actually first bonded over
1: i know right what let me let me check this Do, do we know this man is he from Portland? <laughs>
0: but absolutely, I'm gonna
1: give this man props.
0: Yeah, that's that's dope. That's, um, you're right. I think he does have a little too much time on his hands. <laughs> Maybe gloves in this situation. Exactly. But yeah, that's that's an interesting one, man. Well, hey, dude, thank you for joining me today. Big shout out to you, my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer Roe. The Panta. Happy birthday, the my basketball, friend. Ah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. The Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you. Our listeners, our Twitter followers, and our Bucket Busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at Busted Bucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you. Check out our website, bustedbucketpod.com. And don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.